What's going on, fam? Welcome to the Get the Bag podcast. I think we're at episode 34. We, yeah, we're climbing yep, on 34. up. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, fam. Good morning to everybody. Uh, so I'm really excited for this episode, but you know, obviously, before we get going, don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe, follow us on IG. Uh, everything should be in the show notes to get in touch with us. Drop some comments. We love to answer your questions. Uh, because this week we're, you know, we're doing an extended six-part series, uh, the kind of unraveling what goes into a real estate wholesaling business and the different sectors of the business. And last week we talked about administration. This week we talk about, I mean, that's kind of how you make your money or how you kind of get leads is marketing mm-hmm. and kind of what what um, what different types of marketing channels that you can uh, attack starting from like the cheapest to maybe something that's a little bit pricier. And, you know, that also kind of deals with budget as well, but um, we're going to unravel those. So really, really excited for that. Um, Obviously Tim and I started out in real estate. So we'll talk about kind of what marketing channels we use then and kind of what we're using now. Uh, I know even Tim, your kind of marketing channel has been like relationships and networking. So that Mm -hmm. can almost be added as a, you know, different way of, of marketing, but Absolutely. Off. What What would you say for like marketing? What are some things that, um, you know, would would, would help somebody getting started? Like what? what yeah, I think uh, on the marketing side, it's always tough because you know um, it really kind of depends on your budget and how much money that you can spend on marketing. Right. And uh, one of the lowest entry points is of course driving for dollars driving around your neighborhood looking for distressed properties or boarded uh, boarded up properties and mm-hmm. you know calling on those so that's a way of marketing um cold calling is another one where you you know you kind of pull a list uh, of your market and then you start calling on those as well um so using tools like just your cell phone or a dialer um, like call tools or batch dialer and then um, SMS, you know, that then mm-hmm. w- when you get into more of a, uh, if you got more deals or you've closed a deal, then you can expand your marketing for maybe text messaging. Uh, I know you're really big on text messaging as well mm-hmm. too. Um, and uh, I think you just switch systems, um, Yeah, you know, within your, your, I guess you can talk about that too, but direct marketing and then also, you know, Google AdWords is, is a big one too, but um, that gets into a bigger budget um, because then it's more inbound than um, outbound, right? People that are searching for um, how to sell their house, right? Um, or right. buyers with all cash or whatever the case may be. So, right. um, So those are some of the things that, you know, um, you can utilize um, in marketing depending on your budget. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think it's all trial and error. I think when you're starting off, it's um, it could be a little overwhelming. Uh, like, mm-hmm. you know, where where do I even get started? And, and this is kind of what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, which was, um, you know, kind of if you go the course route, like joining a course, um, mm-hmm. you know, what you're kind of given a blueprint blueprint um and when you're not you're kind of piecing things together and so for us like you know joining chris's group like he kind of gave us a blueprint of like hey 
if like depending on your budget, this is what I recommend. If you're in the one hundred to three hundred dollars a month, mm -hmm. this is what I mm -hmm. recommend you start with. Um, and usually it was like either a dialer, um, but sometimes a dialer can be a little expensive. Um, right. Because those can run around like a little over a hundred dollars a month, right? Depending on mm -hmm. how many, and then on top of that, you have to incorporate the numbers you have to add, otherwise. You know that you have to switch them out and um, mm -hmm. to avoid spam. Uh, so it, you're, we're, we were kind of given the blueprint to start off with, and then just kind of add on as as we learn more. And then mm -hmm. you know, kind of midway through, we were introduced to SMS because somebody like me, I'm in, um, I, I work a nine to five, so something like SMS, if I can coordinate or set a process for that and um, have it automated to the point where it's like, I just check in maybe in the middle of the day or the end of the day, I have already automated to the fact where somebody, my automation is responding back to the sellers. So I'm just right. following up with the hot leads or people that said they're, they're interested. So mm -hmm. that's where it's just really helpful for um, SMS has been really helpful. And in terms of like, marketing like yeah it, it depends how many text messages you send but it's you know depending on that it's not that expensive i mean i i've kind of mentioned like marketing plex <clears throat> is a sms platform i switched over um and it's really great because it's really built for wholesalers or you know anybody kind of running a real estate business um and like the features that they incorporate and like really incorporating the automation aspect of it has been really really great um, and, but you know, it, some people send out like 5,000 text messages a month. Um, I keep it very low. Cause again, I don't want to, um, you know, be triggered by, I don't know, carriers or sending out too many things. So, um, I'm usually sending out somewhere around like 500 text messages a day. Cause if you imagine mm -hmm. five, 5,000, you need a team. Yeah, send that 100%. out like 5,000 text messages a day. I'm, I'm going to be overwhelmed. Like mm -hmm. my, my phone's going to be blowing up. So um, I found really great success, but I know many people who still like, you know, run a million dollar business. Like we had Austin a yeah. couple weeks ago, Austin Rice. He had, he just cold calls. Yeah. I, I, th I think that's all he does. He has like a team of cold callers. So um, just because it's like a great entry point doesn't mean you should forget about it. I think people try to race towards the shiny, flashy thing of like, oh, Google mm -hmm. ads, PPC, um, when you don't really have to. So if you're starting out, I mean, cold calling is great. I mean, we talked about driving for dollars. That's a different form of marketing that's mm -hmm. free. You just yep. need your gas and you just need gas and car. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, there's really no excuse in, in getting yeah. started, right? Yeah. So um, that's kind of how I, I've learned is like, I don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just do right. what, what works for me. And I think, um, you know, you don't have to start like spending money right away. That's another right. thing. Don't think when you get into a wholesaling that you have to get all these tools, like you said, shiny syndrome, you know, shiny object, object syndrome, right? So, right. Um, and I know I kind of was like that when I got started. Oh, I need to get a website. I need to do this or I need to do right. that. I have a background in online marketing. So let me get, uh, and then, you know, when, when Chris kind of broke down, like 
the blueprint. You're like, oh, I don't need all that stuff. You know, let me just get right. down to the basics and start talking to sellers. And it really, yeah. <clears throat> no matter what uh, platform or strategy you use in your marketing, it all comes down to talking to the sellers. What's going to be best exactly. for you in your business, whether and what's going to be good for you and your budget too. So if driving for dollars is saying is your thing and you're calling maybe one or two houses a day or whatever, then that's all you can do, you know, per your budget. But if you can spend some money on cold calling or SMS, then then that's going to be a great opportunity for you to talk to have a chance to talk to more sellers. Right. And, right. Um, you know, so it's, you know, I didn't use I, I think I used texting um, for a little bit, then I just went back to kind of the bread and butter of cold calling and talking to right. sellers that way. So um, I don't utilize texting, but I partnered up with somebody that did utilize texting. So mm-hmm. there's another way to kind of circumvent your budget too, is just to partner up. So you had them right. a list and they put it on their system. They start texting. And then if there's any, if you guys lock, or if that person locks that up, then you can dispo it and you guys JV on the deal. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's one thing we learned too in like joining a course was like you have a whole network of people that are as hungry as you are that like want to close a deal but maybe they specialize in certain skills mm-hmm. that you don't. So some people are really great at displaying or just finding buyers or just creating relationships while others have maybe a system down with like on getting leads cuz you can't you can't have a successful business if you're a lead generation. That was like something I've learned too. Like last year is like, yeah, I can have all the systems, but if I'm not running it correctly and getting leads, what's the point of it? Like you have to generate leads mm-hmm. to even get to the point of closing deals. So um, you know, just kind of find like what you're good at. And I think we've talked about before. If you're part of a network, reach out to your network and see how you guys can work together. Otherwise, like you know, just start uh, tests and trialing stuff, like just see what works for you, what doesn't like I've, I've done it. I've tried it all as well. Like I've done the cold calling, bulk cold calling, mm-hmm. bulk SMS. I dabble a little bit. We didn't talk much. It's like direct, direct mail is another form of marketing. Oh yeah. Which is very uh, mm-hmm. traditional. It's been around forever. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, people talk about, um, you know, writing letters, like actually like writing right. letters and then mailing them to, sellers um and that's actually like one of the best ways it's just really pricey because you're dealing with uh, paper and like mailing it out um there's also services um i think you can do it with the usps too like if you do it yourself or buy say uh postcards from yellow cards or i think it's called yellow letter hq um print those out and then mail them through usps that's one way to do it i think it's a little bit cheaper mm-hmm. um Otherwise, if you go through a, like a service, like a yellow letter um, where they send them out, you just provide the list with the address and the names. Um, I think it does come out like if you're doing it consistently, that's I think direct mail I've heard is like you have to do it consistently every month. And sometimes it takes a, a while to get back for sellers to get back because it, sometimes it takes mm-hmm. like two or three letters where they're like, all right, fine. Like I'm going to call this person. Um, so I wouldn't just like obviously focus on one avenue that works for you, but you can try different ones. Like I've almost done it. Like I see a cadence in my sales process or marketing process where I'm like, okay, maybe I'll have a cold caller 
call. And then like the next step, the next phase is like people that I didn't get in touch with. I'm going to SMS mm -hmm. them. And then those that I didn't get in touch with, I'm going to direct mail. So that's always a, a cheaper way to do it where you're not doing a bulk of everything. You're kind of like creating a cadence where um, I think I've heard like there's no there's not a leaky faucet. You're not having right. leads all through the cracks because that's usually what, mm -hmm. what happens when you don't have a process down. Um, yeah, that's all stuff that you kind of learn as you go, um, but that you have to kind of find that information too, like you have to constantly be like curious about like what's going on, what are people doing? Um, how can I, you know, uh, integrate this in my business? So um, mm -hmm. I think we talked about like running a business, you have to constantly be like looking at what are other people, like what, what are other systems that that's work? What, what's, what am I struggling with? What are my strengths in my business? Um, mm -hmm. You have to constantly be auditing. Uh, so I learned that a lot, especially last year. Yeah, definitely. And I think, diversifying and what works for your business too is this you know I know cold calling worked for me when I first started and just you know being consistent with that and just you know try not to jump around on the marketing uh, aspects as well just try to add on right don't go mm -hmm. oh cold calling is not working so I'm going to jump into right after a month <laughs> right right and we see a lot of that like within the you know our group and you know a lot of people that are new will ask you know oh what are you using or what works for you right right and that's necessarily you know like you're you're different because you have a nine to five and then you know you're doing that so um and then people that aren't working and are doing this full-time it's you know maybe cold calling works for them better right and then right. cold calling on top of receiving messages and getting back to people could be overwhelming for them as a one man right. show or one right. one man show. So it's it's definitely a a situation where you have to analyze what's going to work for you and your business as well. Right. That's such a good point, Tim, because um, patience, mm. like we don't have that <laughs> when you're starting out. Cause again, it's like the, sh like we talked the shiny object syndrome. If we're mm -hmm. on Instagram and seeing that, like we want that instant gratification right away. And if we don't mm -hmm. see it, that's why so many people drop off. Like when they get started, because it's really hard. Like, especially if you're tight on money, like yeah. and you're not seeing results for like three months, six months. And there's those anomalies where they just get it right. It's just, you know, they're just able to close some deals and then it's just when then we want to compare ourselves to them and it's just not yeah. fair to ourselves to put our put us like we should be competing with ourselves like where exactly. was i six months ago where was i you know earlier this year compared to where i'm at now have i like you know you, you want to look at it that way but you know it's 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 really difficult so um i think this this is why this business is so hard it's like you really have to be patient and trust your process um and not be afraid to change stuff, but like be really intentional if you are going to change. Don't don't try something out for a month and say, oh, I'm out. It's out the door because maybe you were maybe one month away from getting um, having it work out to the way that you wanted to. So um, mm -hmm. what do you recommend like when you try out a marketing channel? Like what do you how long do you recommend um, trying it out until like you kind of see results or have an idea? Um. Like you're saying, like, you know, if you can 
do it for at least three to six months and you know be consistent on it. I I know those marketing channels are going to work. I mean, I don't know about direct marketing. That's maybe a longer play and you might right. get one or two calls and leads from that within the year or two years or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, some of the, you know, with cold calling, there's kind of instant results. If you stay consistent, Te you know, text messaging is instant results if you stick with it. Right? right. And it's all about testing and measuring. Is it, you know, is it how you're talking to sellers, you know, and um, what you're saying in the script or, you know, um, have other people listen to the conversation and, you know, are you, are you saying the right things, you know, so that's, that's all about, fine-tuning your you know your craft in those marketing channels right and uh, mm -hmm. I think you know giving you some time to do that then uh, will allow you to um, get you closer to closing a deal right yeah I mean I think I think that's huge um, people just want to jump the gun and like I said you have to be auditing constantly auditing your business and uh, one thing we've talked about too is like KPIs um, mm -hmm. that's one thing that I just I I mean, I'll just say, um, just that's, that's one thing that, that that's, a um, I don't want to say weakness, but it's just something that's missing. That's, mm. I have not been as consistent as I should have, because maybe if I would have tracked my KPIs a little bit better, I could mm -hmm. like, cause KPIs, your, your data is what's going to tell you what, what's going on in your business. So, uh, because you want to start it as early as possible. Cause then when you bring a team, you kind of know what to look out for. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if I think I spoke about it last week, like kind of start a goal where you're like, how much money do you want to make a month? And then you kind of reverse engineer where you're like, okay, how many calls do I need to make to get a lead? And out of those leads, how many leads do I need to have to close, to get it under contract? And how many do I need to get under contract to close a deal? So you kind of want to reverse engineer from there. So um, if your goal is to get 600K a month or something ridiculous, like there's ways that you can reverse engineer where you're like, okay, I need to talk to or mm -hmm. call over 150 people to, right. and then I need to connect with at least seven people or actually like get on the phone. And mm -hmm. then I need at least this number of leads. So like that, like once you have an idea, once you have your numbers, then you can be like, okay, yeah, I'm in the right direction. Or I didn't hit that goal. Like what are the results from that? I only got in touch mm -hmm. with a hundred. And I got less right. leads. So it's just having that visibility in the business. And that's something when you're just a one person show, like it's, it's, it's easy to just ignore that and just be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to, you know, just do whatever. And that's kind of what I've done mm -hmm. um, up until like recently where I just started kind of building like a little KPI dashboard of like, uh, this is my SMS metrics. This is my, um, well, I don't really cold call, but I do kind of like a niche um, single line kind of calling. Mm -hmm. um, that's one thing I do have down, but it's like SMS, which is like been my bread and butter for the most part. Like what, what does, how does that look like? Um, so KPIs is a key part in like your marketing um, because you need to have eyes on like what's going on in your business. Otherwise you're driving blindly, which is mm -hmm. what I've kind of found is like, how do I know I'm, I'm, I'm going in the right direction. How do I know I need to pivot or not? Like that's, right. you know, that's a key right. point. Yeah, I think that's really important. I think, you know, I think we'll probably dive on that a little bit more in a different podcast, but that is actually going to kind of drive your business too and your marketing because you can see what's working, what's not working, and you can kind of pivot.
okay. uh, from there and, um, you know, and adjust certain things within your, your marketing strategy on, 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 on the wholesaling side. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another thing that's part of marketing that's really important is like organize organization planning. Mm-hmm. Um, usually for me, um, what I've done in the past is like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do this week. Or it's like, I don't know what, um, am I going to SMS? Am I going to cold call? <laughs> like you need to kind of come in with a plan of like, um, okay, usually Sundays is my planning day where um, I don't try to put too much thought into it, but I'll just like write out, okay, this is what I want to focus on. I want to focus on probates or I want to focus on these lists this week. So I'm going to do, and then I usually set up my campaigns Sunday or schedule them because you can schedule them ahead of time where it's like, okay, Mondays, Wednesday, Fridays, I'm going to run these campaigns. Uh, Maybe Tuesday, Thursdays, I'm just going to cold call or follow up. So I'll do like follow-up campaigns or something. So it, I think it's really important if you want to be consistent with your marketing is having a plan, knowing what mm-hmm. you're going to do. Cause when you're doing it on the fly, um, if it works out, it's like, Oh great. But like, it's, that's how you create inconsistency um, mm-hmm. because you're kind of all over the place. You don't feel in control. Um, so that's one thing I think that's really, really key. And, and just anything related to, to marketing and right. any aspects of, of your business organization planning ahead, right. like what, what are right. your goals, um, that kind of stuff. But besides that, I did want to get into another aspect that in, in terms of marketing, that is kind of a unique way of like JVing is, is for you has been huge is, is uh, relationships, mm-hmm. leveraging relationships, networking. So you want to talk about how that's kind of worked in your favor in terms of like marketing It's kind of a unique way where yeah. you know, you're not kind of, you have a different for, format in your business. Mm-hmm. And um, I've built, you know, relationships and I've networked through traditional channels and then also uh, online channels as well. And so a lot of mine is just uh, making sure I can provide value for somebody, whether it's a broker, whether it's another wholesaler or investor um, and understanding how we could work together. And then mm-hmm. um, just kind of reaching out and seeing what those um, uh, opportunities are. And, right. uh, you know, I utilize some of the think tools that I utilize to network is LinkedIn for sure. I think it's mm-hmm. underutilized. Um, I use Discord to joining Discord groups within um, uh, bigger platforms, you know. So other bigger wholesalers or people in real estate have discords and I just joined those group and try to help those members out with questions, right? right? Just be an advocate for real estate. And, um, and then you, by doing that, people will reach out to you and then um, learn more about what you do and how you guys can work together or um, do a deal together. Right. And then, um, you know, just going to like, like you said, conferences or going into um, different uh, meetups as well too, and just explaining what you do. So I think it's a really big part of uh, your marketing strategy that people don't really think about. And, you know, you're, you're your biggest, you know, marketing channel that uh, an advocate for your business. So you might as well talk about what you do. And because I always say, you never know where your next deal is going to come from. And so right. um, you might as well just kind of spread the word on what you're doing. 
I love that. And I mean, obviously that you're kind of seeing the fruits of, of your labor in that aspects of like months and months. And even for the past year, you've just been focusing on just that. And that's just mm -hmm. kind of tells you when you focus on one thing where you're like, Hey, I'm just gonna, I have this relationship with, you know, this family office, I'm just gonna network the shit out of, <laughs> out of whatever, yeah. like whoever I'm going to take advantage of whoever I connect with. Um, and I think that's huge. I think that's uh, that a lot of people should do that. And I think I was hearing someone say, like, I don't go to conferences to learn something. I go to conferences to network with people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some people say this is uh, I met my business partner at a networking event. I met my uh, lender. I met, you know, wh whatever the case may be. You never know who you're going to meet and what mm -hmm. opportunities may they may present to you. So I think. I think we talked about it's important to learn your elevator pitch. And that's one mm -hmm. thing, too, I'm like learning as well. Of like what, what's something that I could say in like 10, 15 seconds that can really capture someone's attention where, um, you know, they either want to help me out or whatever. Because, again, when you go into networking, um, you don't go in for the benefit of yourself. You go in right. like, how can I help this person? You know, mm -hmm. it's like um, I'm always kind of considering like, oh, like I know this person or this, how I connect you with this. Um, so I think going in with that, people will will naturally want to help you out in return without you even considering it. So um, I think that's a huge part in like marketing is is um, mm -hmm. just meeting up with people because um, you'll learn you're not the only one. Yeah. You always think like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going through this or that. Because there's always someone else that went through it that's now successful. Um, so mm -hmm. wouldn't you want to connect with someone like that and kind of see what they learned, like how you can kind of take some skills that they've learned and, and apply it to your to your own life? So um, I think networking is, is probably the most underrated uh, yeah, marketing channel um, ever. Um, Twitter, I've found, is also a no, really, yeah. really Twitter's great um which is interesting. I would have never thought of it, but um, I started just kind of recently using Twitter, uh, probably like last month mm -hmm. and just kind of connecting with like, just focusing on real estate. Cause what's great with Twitter is like, um, I can kind of control who I want to follow, what I want to see. So all of my Twitter is like either positive, like um, just positive thinking or like business or, um, or real estate. And so uh, anywhere where I see somebody post something about real estate, I kind of like see who they follow. And then it's like somehow I got in a rabbit hole of like brokers, mm -hmm. commercial brokers. So I was like, oh, OK, right. let me follow this person. Let me reach out to them. Um, and now I've kind of created some relationships in that that sense. So you should always be like every week, I, I would assume like you should be uh, incorporating networking of some sorts. And I've added it where every week I have it on my task. All right. Reach out to three to five new investors or brokers and mm -hmm. just kind of seeing because that's kind of that's, that's sort of a thing you did. Um, and now you kind of you're working some deals with them because of those uh, those relationships. So it's it's if you guys aren't doing it, you guys should be doing it consistently um, it, it's, it's part of your business. But, you know, just personally, you just never know who you may meet. Mm -hmm. hundred percent. And I, I know a lot of people are not keen on talking to other people and they might be shy or or what have you and not a kind of people person so I, what my advice to you is talk about maybe your deals that you've done because mm -hmm. i'm sure you learned a lot whether you closed a deal or not you still learned a lot from that deal so you can just tell that story you don't mm -hmm. have to really tell uh, tell them about yourself. You can tell them 
more about what you've done in the industry. And that kind of breaks the ice too. Um, if right. you're face to face with somebody and, um, so you're, there's not so much pressure on, you know, if I'm going to say the right thing about my business, it's more, you know, you, you know, I had this deal and, you know, it was like an apartment deal or a multifamily. And, um, this is kind of the things that we did and who mm -hmm. we kind of worked with on that. And, um, you know, is that something that you've done before? Have you done multifamily? Are you into multifamily? You know, so you can start asking questions based on your story. And that right. that's, that's a, just a helpful tip for people that, you know, don't know what to talk about when they kind of meet people. So um, you can tell them your name and your business, but then, you know, try to get into a story that makes you feel comfortable talking about your business. Yeah. I was just practice it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, practice it in the mirror, like um, saying what you do again, just how, how can I um, portray myself in like 15, 20 seconds? Right. And it's all it's all practicing. But um, I mean, marketing is is such a huge part. It's not just like cold calling SMS like it's it, it's bigger than that. You know, like we just talked about networking. Um, I guess my advice is just like focus on one avenue, whatever it mm -hmm. is. Um, I think we whatever we provided you, I think is enough to get started. Like we've talked about driving for dollars in the past, cold calling SMS, figure out what your budget is and reverse engineer it, figure out some services um, that, that you can afford. I mean, Google voice is free. Um, mm -hmm. If you need a phone, uh, you know, that's not your personal number. Um, but I just, I would just focus on your budget and then what you can afford. And then like focus on one marketing Avenue first solidify that like figure it out and then build your process on top of that if you yeah, want to incorporate 100%. if you were starting out with cold calling and then you want to incorporate sms or you want to incorporate direct mail like go all in like as a from my own experience create find a way to track that data kpis um and uh, maybe we'll do a video on on kpis and kind of what we've learned um obviously it's kind of a work in progress for us but there's so much um so many videos out there on like how to track your KPIs, what's the best way um, to go about that. And then just, you I mean, just start simple. Like how many calls am I making? And usually the the system that you you're using will give you that data. It's just, you want to put it in a separate uh, spreadsheet, but just pick an avenue and just stick with it and figure mm -hmm. it out. Okay. Three to six months. How is it working out for me? Uh, oh, I'm not getting any leads. Well, why is that? Oh, I wasn't consistent. I've only been doing it one or maybe one, or twice a month, uh, a week, um, but I'm not doing it every day or I'm not doing it consistently. So that'll kind of give you an idea. Uh, and just, just don't give up, just keep mm -hmm. pushing and use your support system as we always say, um, and ask for help. Yep. That's it. hundred percent. Drop the mic <laughs> on that. I a hundred percent agree. Yep. I can't drop go. this mic, but uh... <laughs> I know, right. I'm <laughs> dropping mine either. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I uh, hope you guys got so much out of it. This was a really great conversation. Um, you know, we'll drop in the specific, uh, I think we listed it in the show notes, the specific marketing channels. But if there's, um, you know, particular uh, systems or um, softwares that we recommend, we'll list them out as well. Um, so you guys can check those out. But appreciate you guys tuning in with us again. Um, hope you guys got a lot out of it. Our goal is to just give you all this information so you can close a deal, especially if you're getting started, if you kind of been the game, maybe kind of learning something new that maybe you didn't know before, mm -hmm. but, um, really excited for next week. Uh, I think we'll be talking about lead management. 
that's a really, really important part of a wholesaling business is uh, yeah. follow-ups and, and kind of creating the systems off of that. But appreciate you guys. Uh, have a great rest of your week, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. All right, fam. See you. All right. Later.